It's the SDG Podcast. Before we get started, you can check us out on the web at solutiondesign.com slash podcast or find us on all the social medias, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Solution Design Group. Hey, we're back. Say hello and introduce yourselves, everybody, before we dig into our topic. <laughs> Hi, I'm Elster Hura. Hey, I'm Chad Jetner. Hello, I'm Peter Lawrence. And I'm Kyle Bacher. And today we're going to talk about boundaries, dealing with assumptions, expectations, and uh, all sorts of things, with the exception of like personal boundaries, like invading space. I think we know what those are. Like uh, we've put you know, boundaries on our boundaries. Yes, um, yes. a handshake's fine. <laughs> I don't need a hug. Um, yeah. Really quick though, is it? Because I've been getting way more fist bumps lately than handshakes. I think okay. we've actually outlawed the handshake. We're even past that. So yep. we're not going to talk about those. Um, <laughs> virtual fist bump chat. Um, yes. The handshake. That's just too long of contact. Too much can happen during that handshake. It's, but we're it's not going to pathogens. <laughs> yeah. That's like the five second rule. You know, hey, if food's only on the floor for five seconds, it's still good. That is not a thing. That is not real. Okay. So. I feel like we've gotten off track here, Kyle. A bit. I mean, I think this is a record. This is, <laughs> we have to first establish the boundaries for staying on, on topic. So, <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So professional boundaries within a team, within a company at a customer, if you're a contractor or consultant, um, how much can they ask of you? How much do you give them? <laughs> how much and can within they that, ask? Within that work day, how do you set boundaries on things like your working time, you know, being productive, reasonable deadlines, stuff like that, taking PTO or sick days, mental health days, um, it's all wrapped up in that, under that boundaries umbrella, maintaining balance. So Peter, yes. Do you have boundaries? I have boundaries. Um, I try to, I try to limit my, f I was thinking about this today and I'm like, well, you know, if I, if I work just like 10 minutes over, that's okay. Right. Cause that, but, but is it technically really? No, not really. Um, but as a consultant, I've always sort of thought in the back of my mind, I will wash your car if you ask me to. If you're my boss and you say, go wash my car, I'll be like, sure, I can do that. The pay is the same, right? It's hourly. I'm not, I won't be taking PTO to go wash your car, but I'll go wash your car. Sure. Like if that's how you want to spend your consultant dollars, um, okay, we'll probably have a discussion. I'll probably mention it to my team, but. But that's a boundary. Like you're 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 taking that on. But I'd never, do you think it's fair? Do you think it's fair? Do you think it's good or right no. as a for no. you to no, go to not, work as to do and something? As a full time employee, as a full time employee, I would never go wash a car. Would you pick up oh, my dry cleaning? Would you buy a gift that, for my wife? Not as a full time employee, <laughs> no. Those those are things that are outside my my employee agreement or whatever. But as a consultant, I feel like I'm more of an hourly, if you wanna 
throw away your money instead of paying someone $10 an hour to go somewhere and you want to pay my rate to have me go wash your car? Okay. It's a poor decision and we'll talk about it, but... <laughs> If you want me to wash your car, you will be throwing away your money. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the difference between wash and just rinse. <laughs> well, you, you know, you I run it through, you, you pick the basic wash, and you say, good enough. All right. <laughs> That's but no, a boundary. As a, so, as a full-time employee, there's no, I wouldn't even entertain the conversation. Those are like, no. <laughs> it seems like a boundary like that is something that should be, globally understood that like if you if you have somebody that's working for you it doesn't mean that like you should give them tasks wildly outside their job role job description purpose well it doesn't uh, seem like you should but i think what peter's saying is that he would if you asked and i think right Elle had a very different answer to that when we talked about this earlier this week right like I'm at the point in my career where my boundaries, I'm not going to wear a pager. I'm absolutely not going to wash your car for you. <laughs> I'm much more opinionated than Peter is about, you know, what you can and can't expect from me if I'm, you know, billing on a project at a specific customer, right? Like, um, yes, I will write software for you. I will um, be a tech lead, a software developer, a whatever, but I'm not your off hour support, right? Like that's, no. I nope. kind of set that. Um, I'm not gonna be on, you know, your on-call rotation. That's, uh, I'm, I'm a little too old for that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there's probably a handful of other things that I wouldn't do. And I don't know, Elle, if, you, if, you've, if you've got a different take on that, but it seemed like that was a pretty clear boundary for both of us earlier this week. Yeah, um, and, I could kind of take this in so many different directions, but going looking specifically at like an on-call rotation, um, when you're, that's something that, I mean, A, I've learned that is uh, whether or not you're, you're up for doing that and having that boundary is something that is much better set up early rather than oh, I'll yeah. just wait for them to ask me to do on-call so that I can say no. Um, I'll, wait. I'll wait to be on the schedule. Exactly. Yeah. Um, at that point, yeah, you've got other conversations to have. But that's one of the things that is it was one of the things that has drawn me to consulting. Yes, it comes with a lot more variety and you're basically having to onboard at a new company every couple months or so. Um, and so they're stressed with that. But the flip side is then... I have a little more agency to say, okay, you're bringing me in to do this work. Let's talk about what that work is. And I am in a position to say, I can help you with this, but I'm not going to help you with this because either that isn't, that's not my specialty. That's not what I'm looking to do. That's not where I can be most effective. Um, yeah. And so having, having those, those boundaries, I think is really helpful for, each of us. Um, the other thing that I try to keep in mind, um, because oftentimes I am at clients uh, by myself, you know, I'm not sent out with a, a team of other people. So I also try to keep in the back of my head, 
that it's important for me to set boundaries because if if a client wants to push my boundaries, they are going to steamroll over potentially their current employees' boundaries. So I just it's it's also helpful to think about okay, is my um, really taking a step back and thinking is this work I should be doing? Is that going to start a pattern that? unintentionally forces other team members into that pattern as well. Yeah, I, that's a great point. Um, yeah, I've been a consultant and I've been a full-time employee that has brought in consultants. Um, and it would seem like, um, you know, if they're willing to treat me like this, what would they do to their own employees? And a lot of times yeah. it's the exact opposite. Mm. It's mm -hmm. we're these are these are consultants. We're just we're paying them for them, so we can do what we want with them. Um, and yeah, I was in a room with some management um, talking about our deadline and how long things would take. <laughs> and um, and the conversation went well. If we have our consultants work sixty hour weeks for the next eight weeks, we should be fine. <laughs> Easy. And I said, well, this is the perfect example of the phrase, it looks good on paper. Yeah. Um, yeah. Has anyone asked the consultants yeah. if they're willing to do that? And there was this weird look like, why would we have to just like, <laughs> no, no, they're, they're people, there's expectations, you know, Unless that was all hashed out up front, there's certain like there's certain boundaries that exist um, just because of what we're used to um, and uh, tacit boundaries like a 40 hour Monday through Friday work week, unless otherwise specified. And a right. general, you know, somewhere between you know, eight to four, nine to five, like that area of the day. Um, I like to call anything those outside hours. that. Yeah. <laughs> anything the, outside that is to me needs to be discussed and figured out. Yeah. Cause a lot of that other, that also brings up the question with, okay, if we just have our consultants do 60 hour weeks for two weeks, then we'll be fine that can very easily turn into we're just going to have our consultants do 60 hour weeks indefinitely mm -hmm. um, yes. and especially from the perspective of of consultants we we are not there to be at the client forever and so it's you generally it's not a good idea to have your consultants on maintenance duties because mm -hmm. you want to be able to have full-time employees who can take on those responsibilities so that oh we don't have to keep paying a consultant for six years <laughs> training them in on the new system on, or on the different system every time we get a new consultant to come in exactly yeah well i think in, in looking at that you know um 60 hour work week if you're a salaried employee salary is like this is all you get for the year but yep it's not tied to an hourly rate Yes. This is your yearly salary, so your your week might be forty hours. It might be forty five. Um, but if you're 
working 60, they will let you. Um, oh, yeah. And there's yeah. there <laughs> even maybe a culture where that is assumed, expected, uh, everybody else is doing it. Like, uh, hey, I didn't see you on Saturday. It's like, that's because <laughs> I don't work Saturdays. But sometimes when you're younger, starting out in your career, you want to make a good impression. You might be a people pleaser. Uh, you might be. Um, you want to be the hero. Feeling like you have to. Yep. Um, and it gives your employer the wrong idea of what it takes to do your job. Like, you hired me to do a job that is a person and a half job. So I'm working 60 hours a week every week just to get my work done. Anything on top of that is going to kill me. Um, it's killing me now. Um, yeah, and, and you might not have to be doing that. Like, you shouldn't be. I mean, you're yeah. going to burn out. We've talked right. about burnout and <laughs> yeah. that is 60 yeah. hour work weeks is a huge contributing factor. But sometimes, you know, I mean, things happen. Like sometimes at work you need to step up and do a little bit more than than you normally would. And that is so loaded. That, that phrase right there. Sometimes yeah. loaded. Yeah, sometimes it's there's pushing that happens. Sometimes you take on more. You choose to. Like, what would have happened if you had said no, push back, I can only work 40? If you had set those hard boundaries, like, what would that have meant? Would you so have known? Because it didn't happen. Here's but. what we do. Like, at the start of a project, um, one thing that we like to do is establish team norms, right? And one of our, right. that's where we kind of set a lot of these parameters. And for us, one of the most basic ones that we put out there is core hours, right? And it's not eight to four, it's not whatever, it's we're expecting you to be online from nine to three, right? You work around that. If you're yep. if you're doing 40 hours, it's nine to five. If you wanna do seven, whatever, right? But everybody's right. expected to have a presence online, especially remote, right? Like nine to three, and this is, you know, we kind of bend it if we, if we pull in offshore resources, but Sure. general guidance is still kind of the same, right? Like if we're working on an incredibly difficult problem that we know, you know, downstream, somebody's going to have questions on, you're expected to be online from nine to three. Um, the, uh, I don't know that I've ever come across somebody saying you got to work 60 hours. Uh, I probably wouldn't. Um, but uh, <laughs> a lot of these boundaries you can set up front. And um, if, you know, hopefully get buy-in with everybody to say, this is exactly what you can expect out of us. Um, and to the point of like the 60 hour thing, like I, I try really, really hard to make it understood that, you know, it's the nine women can't make a baby in a month, right? Like right. you can't keep adding resources or time to a project and expect a faster result. So uh, that, you know, we've i've had to have that conversation quite a bit and it's and I, will, I will say as a consultant i've had that conversation up front a million times more than i've ever had as yes. a full-time employee as a full-time employee you just kind of bebop in there and you'd be like oh yeah i'm gonna work probably 40 hours i've got some core hours great this is what you guys do tell me about it as a consultant i'd be like all right am i limited to 40 because that's what you're gonna expect is it flexible 
can mm -hmm. I flex that 40 between different weeks? Is it expected that it's 42 every week or something weird like that? Um, and yeah, you just have to, I always have those conversations as a consultant more than I ever did as a full-time employee because yeah. I just never thought about it. And one of the things that I have to be cognizant of is like setting up that expectation and, you know, I'm lucky enough to be placed somewhere where they don't mind if you go over, really not a big deal. But like you kind of set different bars for different folks when, you know, if one person is doing this and then, you know, the expect, you know, I, I don't want to make a caricature out of the situation, but I don't, right. you know, yeah. you could set the expectation that, oh, if Chad is doing this, well, then we can probably just ask other folks to do it. I don't think that would be a thing, but um, I also don't want to like... I don't want to put myself that far in front of everybody else and make it seem like, you know, I'm heroic or anything. I'm not. I'm just actually a little slower than the next guy and I need a couple <laughs> extra hours. So, um, yeah. I found that it's more, it's as a consultant, it was far more frequent that the uh, 40 was capped. Like we have a, we have a budget yep. for this long. So it's going to be 40 hours. And if you, we don't want you to go over that. And, and we've talked in the past about having that cap and then having that cap blown off as the deadline approaches <laughs> and they say, all right, yes. now, now run, forget this crawling stuff, run, run fast, do us 60 hours, whatever you can give us, we'll take. Yeah. Yeah. And I look at everything like it's my choice, like I, it's voluntary. You know, showing up to work is voluntary. Now it might, <laughs> I might lose my job, <laughs> but I still, I drive the car uh, named Kyle. No one else is driving this thing but me. And I work here voluntarily. Everything I do is voluntarily. Um, I want to, I want to work here. So, so like, Kyle, speaking of working here in your role as the IT department, do you feel like your boundaries have shifted a bit? Um, you know, I want to do it. I mean, there's been times it's been really hard. And there's times I did more than I should have. And at personal expense, because I'm a people pleaser. And I like to, right. I like when I can, I get to kick it in high gear and make people happy. <laughs> um, so I'm not really good at setting boundaries. Um, but uh, I wouldn't change anything. Um, but it's like all of that was, you know, the the person that puts the most pressure on me to go outside of my boundaries is me. I do well, think you're driving the Kyle car. I, exactly. But I I try to do things as quickly as possible and turn around things as quickly as possible. Part of that is it's fun when people can get really fast tech support, like when mm -hmm. you can wow people. Um, but also it prevents a lot of stuff from building up. Right. There's a lot of little things that can really pile up if you don't just knock them out of the way. Um, and I don't like to have that much up in the air just because I don't want to take 15 minutes of unexpected time to do something quick for somebody. Um, that isn't a slippery slope. I don't know what is. Exactly. But uh, if I have to cry uncle, I will. Yeah. Um, 
and I have before. Um, and there's like, I'm okay with missing a deadline. I know I promised this to this person, but it's not done yet because these other things came up and kicked it down the road. And, and that thing that you need me to do for you is not an emergency. Right. You know, it's going to save you two hours a year. I think we can, <laughs> you know, we can suffer with how we're doing it now a few more times. Um, yeah. So it's, it's difficult. Um, you know, I've had times where like, if I don't do it, if I don't spend the extra time, if I don't make a little bit of a sacrifice, then it's going to be a much bigger problem for somebody else. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I'll take the hit. I'll take the small hit to save someone else from taking the big hit on stuff, but still boundaries. Like I, I'm not on call 24 seven, like after five o'clock, there's a good chance that you cannot find me. I'm, I'm off the grid. You wouldn't answer your phone if your boss called you? Many times I forgot to turn the ringer back on because <laughs> I turned it off for the podcast. Um, We're saving you by, with this you go, podcast. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I look at it and I go, you know what? You can wait. Um, <laughs> and I won't tell you who it is that's calling me that can wait. But not, We're not uh, asking for names here. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's not asking for names, but <laughs> there's some people I will, I will answer the phone because they've been really good to me and I appreciate them. So it's like, I'm not doing anything like, you know, I'm just watching Netflix. It's not a big deal for me to pick up and say, what do you want? But I think do you know a, what day it is? That's a key thing though. <laughs> no, part of the reason why it's it's helpful to establish, you know, boundaries up front is then as you start to build trust with other people, then you can are in a better position to say, okay, no, this is an exception. We need to deal with it as opposed to, yeah, no, no, I told you back then. No, th this is not, <laughs> this is not going to fly. Um, yeah. It's, I think there's a, like, if you set boundaries and then you break them or you don't, like you don't enforce them, then people don't take your boundaries seriously. You're just you're just moving them then. Then it's so like it's no longer a boundary. So yeah. we can we can call you now on weeknights and weekends and whatnot. Well that's that's why it's important to establish those as a team and then yeah. Have the team buy into what they are, right? Because 100%. if one person is always going to be, you know, doing something outside I'll of washing cars. What team yeah. Right. Like if Peter's out there washing the boss's Corvette, well, then if that, that boss is going to ask whoever else. But like that's a that's a silly example, but it kind of. No, but it, it, it reminds me of one that I think is maybe something that um, you guys could maybe relate to a little more is um, I've seen teams where there is an agreement about, you know, we have um, heads down coding time and that's do not disturb. And there have been developers where, oh yeah, just keep 
keep bugging me if you got questions. And so it's just, it turns into, well, they said that I could bug them when I couldn't find this documentation that I need to read by next month. And I had to bother them during their heads down time. (laughs) Yeah, we actually have that expectation. Like we try to maintain Fridays as our meeting free day, right? Otherwise we get pulled into so much whatever. And the minute one, like we had this, right? Like somebody snuck one in, Yep. And then there was another one, you know, and it's just like Katamari to Kai, right? the tea. To, Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you're right, Al. The minute one of them, it, you know, the minute you break it, like it just becomes a, a new norm mm-hmm. and it's harder to reset from that point than hard, it is. Hard to claw that back, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. it's kind of, it's almost, if you're the one breaking it and the team decided to establish it because it was important and it's important that we have working time. And so we're going to have that structure time where we're not available because we're working. And then you got one team member that's like telling people to break that rule. Ah, you call me. You can, it's so fun. It's kind of diminishing that to the rest for the rest of it. It's like, well, I guess that wasn't that important a thing that these, these guys fought for, um, when they set this rule. Um, it's like, so you're kind of disrespecting the team by doing that mm-hmm. how, how do you how do you reach out to that person and say you know i appreciate your uh, you know desire to help everyone at all times but we've made this rule for a reason and we need you to respect that rule right is that just to take them to the side and have that conversation is it Bring it up and say, stand up yeah. that some people aren't respecting the work I'm a, time. Yeah, you I'm say, a huge Kyle, fan. Kyle, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, you were going to say? I'm oh, a sorry. huge fan of public flogging. Um, <laughs> the wall of shame. <laughs> we, I, honestly, for, for us, uh, we, I just kind of, uh, um, I don't, it's not, I bring it up in stand-ups. That's where I bring it up. Like, hey, just a reminder, right? Like if something happens, I'm, we're Minnesotan, right? So we're super passive aggressive. You don't stare directly at the person as you're saying it to the entire team. <laughs> right, exactly. If, if you were in, purpose, in person. I was yeah. planning on being productive this Friday, but it looks like someone has put some meetings on my calendar, so. Hmm. <laughs> Could that be, I wonder? Yeah. That is, not, like, that it's actually pretty close, Al. Almost, <laughs> almost on the nose for, uh, yeah, how I handle some of those situations. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like it's, it's wrong to have a conversation to the side, um, especially if you're, um, either like at a, a parallel position with them or, you know, slightly up or down, um, just cause there's less of a, Hey, let's figure out the power imbalance here. Um, <laughs> but I, I, that's another reason why retros are great. Mm. If you have a space where the team has a chance to give feedback and potentially give feedback anonymously or framed within the context of team productivity as opposed to making it super personal. Mando, I wish I had a confidential retro at one point ever (laughs) in the last five years. They've all been like, all right, and Peter says this. Yeah, or or even better in ours, like our guy will say, who uh, who wrote that? <laughs> and, then and then there's just awkward science for a, silence for a while. 
Why are time. you asking that question? Yeah, That's, you're breaking my boundary. I have a hard time uh, with anonymous feedback because I I have a style, I have a way of saying things, and I'm like, they're gonna figure out who said this. Like, I'm gonna have to just make this as like plain and robotic and. Yeah, because we do, you know, anonymous surveys and things like that. I'm like, well, I want to fill this with jokes, which is going to be the first giveaway. Right. Um, oh, this one's trying to be funny. I wonder who that could be. I wonder which of the seven people that try to be funny are. <laughs> um, I think back to boundaries, like I like the idea of deliberately setting team boundaries. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of working within um, other people's boundaries, like respecting other people's boundaries um, to help them respect yours. Like if you're not gonna respect their boundaries, um, are they gonna respect your boundaries? And it's and it's far better to do it first and, and at the start than it is to ever change it anytime yeah. down the road. And it yeah. varies depending on role too, right? Like for Peter, L and sure. I, if you're in a thing, right? Like if you're in a lead role, right? Like my boundaries are a little less defined than like an actual like heads down developer. Mm -hmm. You know, we try to right. like L to L's point, we try to give them as much heads down time as possible. And everybody understands that when they don't have that, you guys don't get code, which is kind of the point, <laughs> right? right? So it's hard to code in meetings. Yeah, so uh, so boundaries are very specific to your role on a project or on a team. And then, um, yeah, don't like <laughs> I'm very cognizant of when I'm bothering, you know, somebody and how I'm doing it. Right. Like Ollie Ollie Oxen free when it comes to code reviews. Right. Like we all expect to get a lot of feedback there. But um, other stuff, I try to stick to stand ups, retros. Retros are a great way to address a lot of this stuff. And um, yeah. What about um, expectations like um, how people are treating you? Like, um, do you have boundaries? Like, do you have a, is there any um, time where you'd say, you know, when you provide feedback to me like that, with all that sarcasm in front of everybody, like it, it hurts my feelings. Uh, Wouldn't it have been great if Kyle would have gotten this thing done this <laughs> Boy, we'll have to wait. Well, we're all here. Time. We're all still here because somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's some of those are, are like, you know, just the boundaries of human decency and how you should treat people. And so I don't think you need to like establish them. But I'm wondering, you feel, like, you feel if, like you shouldn't have to go in and say, I would like to be treated human as right. a human rather than as some <laughs> sort of robot that you yell at every week. But, you know, some cultures, uh, some places you you find yourself walking into can be pretty abrasive um, oh yeah we've talked about the different badges and how some badges are yeah. employee and some badges are not right and that's to make it easier to identify you so that you can get flogged more often perhaps <laughs> <laughs> what about um like 
saying no when someone's like trying to get you to do their work or people that are not assigned to give you like work direction are asking you to do things. Um, I found stand up is a good place to bring that out, right? Like I won't be working on this story right now because I've, I've been asked to do this other thing. And if somebody in that room says, Oh, that's not what we should be doing right now. And, you know, and the boss hears that or the product owner hears that they can go and fix that problem for me without me having to, you know, do too much pushback on it myself. Yeah, we need you to spend a month um, helping our rollout team convert these things user by user. Um, Absolutely. Let me go talk to my project manager into. and we'll get that time freed up. Right. However, the deadline's not going to change. Our expectation of what <laughs> you can accomplish in that time is not going to change. Um, yeah, I've, I've had a few different occasions where team members, you know, there was a finite set of hours and then a <laughs> team member takes work direction from somebody that is Came not the lead. Yep. They go off into their own fantasy land of requirements and features and options. And all of a sudden I have five hours left to do yep. 20 hours worth of work. Um, and I will say Agile has helped quite a bit with that. You bring that in. It's got to be estimated by the group, on the board, everybody knows. Even even a two-person team, a three-person team should have some sort of work area or display that shows what you're working on and so that everybody can see, oh, this person's working on what? We're not doing that. We said no. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go talk to them now. I've so, I've been on I've been on teams where other people have asked like, "Well, why do you care what they're working on? <laughs> you have your stuff, they have their stuff." And it's like, well, "No, we're on the same team. Right. What they do does impact me because it impacts my workload. It impacts the potential training I need to do for other people. It why impacts Why don't you care what they're working on? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, yeah. though, that there could be, um, like, some personal boundaries you could set to say, I'm going to stay in my lane and not worry too much about what everybody else is doing oh, or yeah. get my get involved in stuff that's someone else's problem. I'm not going to go help them. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to know what they're working on, but I'm not going to go help them work on that. I'm going to work on my stuff. I overheard you know, you're doing it this way, and <laughs> I think I have a better way. Uh, yeah, like let's get in a room with supervisors right. or product owners or whoever to say, here's our giant pile of work. Right. Tell us in what order we should be tackling these things. Well, I think a lot of that, too, depends on, like, if you're on a team and you've got a lead and you've got a product owner and you've got all these relationships, like the maturity level of your your team lead yes. should hopefully be helping with a lot of that, right? Yeah, like, right. Um, and, um, like you kind of get ahead of that by organizing your, the backlog of work correctly. Right. And that's, you know, if I'm a developer on a project, I want to just see a backlog and I want to just take the top thing off of there and say, top, top I'll of be able to, to do. do that. And I know that it's probably, you know, it's been vetted. We've thrown some points on it. We know how long this work is. 
and we know that like priority wise, I'm working on the right thing. Um, right. And so, you know, I don't necessarily need to worry about per boundaries there, right? Because I trust my product owner, I trust my team lead, I trust that they've all done their work. Um, and I don't have to go outside of my lane to get that, you know, to get that right. But when it's when you aren't on a team like that, and and yeah. I, I've certainly um, had postings like this where you are basically working solo, like technically you're on a team, but you're by yourself and you're getting requests via a you know ticketing service and through email and through phone and through text message and slack message like yeah. then you there's a lot more work up front that you have to do to just say okay i'm i'm gonna make a board for myself or i'm right. going to have a meeting with my supervisor once a week to say let's pick the top things that i'm going to work on this week so that then you have a consistent response to everyone yelling at you to right. say Cool. You are 20th in line. I will yep. let you know <laughs> or just make a ticket, put it on the board. Right. And and back to your point, Kyle, where you you know, you were talking about being asked to go way outside of your comfort zone or something like that to to go work on a project for a, a long duration. As a consultant, I find that that is the perfect opportunity to introduce them to the account exec for the account mm -hmm. and say you should have this conversation with, you know, so-and-so because they would love to have that conversation and see if we have someone available on the bench that can do that project for you. And if you're trying to cheat the system, sneak some things in there, that'll wash right out quickly, right? And if you're not, excellent. You know, that's an opportunity for someone else who actually does that work. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been pulled into, like, from... SharePoint consulting to build a system that does blah, blah, and uh -huh. this, and then it's, I'm, now I'm troubleshooting someone's PC. Like, <laughs> I, keep, I keep getting the blue screen when I run Word on this one document, <laughs> like, and that's SharePoint's problem, how? <laughs> Actually, know. that was a real thing that happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I was sitting in a meeting room and the guy's like, I can't get my laptop to connect to the internet. I'm like, and he ha he look, he showed, he handed it to me, and I'm like, this is a Windows box. I don't even know what this is, dude. Like, I just handed it right back to him. I said, good luck, man. I uh, I don't I don't even know where to click. It's it's all you. So so you need to have two two laptops and quickly swap them for the opposite of whatever you're about to be handed. Like, oh no, that's that's a Mac. I don't do Mac. Sorry. Or, yeah. oh, that's a Windows PC. I can't, I don't understand that. I but only it, was, do Macs. it was really like that. He's like, yeah, I can't get out. I'm like, man, that sucks. Yeah. So you try turning it off and on again. All he right. He carries a bag Windows with experience. a few extra Macs in it. And he says, oh, I can fix that for you. He hands him a Mac. <laughs> this should solve your Windows problems. That's right. So do you establish personal boundaries for how you're going to operate? Um, I try always. Do you really? Like, I'm not going to get involved in politics, or I'm no. not going to not going to get. You'll involved. never see me spin on my heel faster. Other people's bad days and problems and that kind of stuff. So I'm more, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm curious, more. Peter, because yeah. like you said, you'll never see me spin my heels faster than if somebody's trying to get me involved in politics. Politics or religion, I'm out of there. Woo. 
I'm, but I'm so busy. I hear my mom calling. Is is that does that include like work politics or like yep. relationship dynamics? Uh, as much as possible, yes. If you know, I'm not gonna. I've certainly had you know parking lot conversations with people trying to talk them off the ledge or or you know whatever you want to call it is sort of like I see you're upset I like let's you know as a as a team lead in the situation it's like okay what can I do from a <laughs> consultant team lead standpoint yeah. to help make the situation better I'm not going to bring your cat back I'm not going to do anything like that but. Um, so yes, that's, that's one of my limits, Chad, just, I, I may wash a car or two, but not that it's never, it's never happened. I've always, I, I've always said I would, but I've never been offered. Peter, these are fascinating boundaries. Like, actually... <laughs> but, but I've certainly, you know, had lots of conversations, especially with people that were upset about how the project was going or that weren't getting their way about something. And it's like, okay, well, let's have that conversation. Let's talk about it. Let's see if we can, maybe, maybe we can push your boundary a little bit towards my boundary and I'm willing to let that go. Or maybe we can, you know, shove that work a little bit to the right onto somebody else's plate and, and, or, you know, try to work those things out without, you know, having to have some sort of HR conversation that nobody wants to have. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I'm sorry. You go ahead, Al. I was going to say, I, I kind of think of it like a, having good boundaries is is harm reduction you know if i yeah. get if someone is having a really hard time with a situation at work like they didn't get the project they wanted or somebody isn't right. writing their code the way this person seems to think it should be written um six spaces it's horrible uh, tabs <laughs> versus spaces um yeah i i peter i'm like you were yeah, I will. I'll listen to it, and I can offer kind of an outsider perspective. Right. But I don't get involved in it. I don't pick a side because if I do that, then now I'm in the middle of this. So now I'm stressed, which will reduce my my quality of output. I'm encouraging of... that other person to keep being angry, and right. so they're not making progress. It's just like it does so much more harm to or risks doing so much more harm right. to not have boundaries and that's a that's a good consulting lesson right like don't <laughs> do not take sides in a, a workplace you're you know, always gonna discussion. lose <laughs> you'll always lose absolutely you're, the, the you're overhead just the overhead of drama and and work politics yep and like you can kill like half of your week just oh, dealing with stuff yeah. and sending you know a flurry of texts back and forth and oh never dealing with situations um some stuff you know you, you should still have empathy um some things are going to impact the project that should be concerning um that you need to be aware of but I like to take the electrician or plumber perspective when I go in a place, you know, I'm there to fix the pipes. I'm there to do this job. Um, you know, I did let your dog out cause they were scratching at the door and you weren't around and I didn't want him to go on the rug, but that was an extra, like, <laughs> that's not, a, that's not a new here and do my job. Either. 
And if you ask, if I'm an electrician and you ask me to fix the pipes, then I'm going to call my company and say, hey, do we got a plumber we can get out here? Right. Um, but I'm not going to fix your family. I'm not going <laughs> to, you know. Yeah. It does get trickier depending on your role, though, right? Because if you're totally. the plumber and you're only in there to do a specific thing, it's one thing. But uh, the the other side of it, like if you come in as not the plumber for the house, but the architect of the house, right, which is an actual role that we right. fulfill sometimes, um, you do actually have to get involved with a little bit of that stuff. And it's hard, sure. to it's hard to separate it out because, you know, you've got, you walk into a large organization and they've got 10 different ways to solve a problem and they've got, you know, a handful of opinions and some of the guys are, you know, more influential about what direction you should take for, you know, a given solution. And some people, you know, aren't always the most reasonable and, you know, don't really care about uh, whether it's the best fit. They just want their solution, you know, carried. We've, al we've always done it that way is my favorite phrase to be like, why? Why or, have we always done it that way? Or we've got I say this, so. <laughs> yeah, or or we've got this new direction that we're going with this stuff. We just need a pilot project. Would you guys want to jump on board? And uh, that's equally as terrifying as we've <laughs> always done it this way. So <laughs> it's on on the one hand, it's I, I see what you guys are saying, but like on the other hand, I mean, depending on where you're where 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 you land within a project hierarchy, it's yeah. it is uh, it would be wonderful to not be involved in some of those things but yes yeah, and we all think... no go ahead peter we all build our consulting chops over time and mistakes right so um <laughs> you know just because we're seeing these things now doesn't mean that we've always done it that way right yeah i haven't i haven't always been you know able to say no to you know a little extra work from the president or the ceo but I certainly have gotten more experience to say, well, I've made my project a week behind by doing this thing that the CEO didn't care about, but just came out of his office after reading an article and thought it looked cool. And so, yeah, like that was a waste of a week. Why Why would I do that? And so, yeah, I learned a valuable lesson. Like that, it's, that did not help. It, yeah, it, it totally requires also thinking about okay when are my boundaries going to be disruptive to other people because chad i was going to ask you because one thing we haven't talked about yet is um taking time off and, and chad's looking around like what is this thing that you guys do that <laughs> <laughs> and so you know there i happen to know chad that you are taking some time off coming up but presumably that comes with you know if if you're going to say my phone is not accessible client <laughs> while i'm out you there's there's a fair bit of prep work that you need to do to help it's them yeah. feel comfortable with you having that boundary i mean i'm i'm super fortunate i've i have another so there's me and another individual are co-leads on a project so it's a little bit easier for me to say mm -hmm you know talk to <laughs> talk to this guy uh however my wife has already told me um hey we're gonna go to hawaii i know you're gonna bring your work laptop you know you can she she's given me permission to check in on work 
while she gets ready in the morning, which is a significant process. Um, <laughs> so I've got about an hour window in the morning where I can just boop, just because she knows, and this is where I'm not good, Peter, at setting these boundaries. She yeah. knows it would actually be a more stressful vacation for me to not check and to just right. let it go for 10 days yeah. than if I just kind of like popped in for a brief hour in the morning, kept abreast of whatever's going on and then like left it. Right. So for me, I mean, if, if I'm gone for, you know, if I'm taking a three day weekend, no, I'm leaving the laptop at home, but I'm going to be gone for, um, I think we've bumped it up to 12 days now. Wow. And uh, yeah, no, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, but, and she knows that it will be like the way I work is, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, she'll allow me, she'll permit me uh, <laughs> to check uh, Monday through Friday in the morning. Which I think ties in well to just the idea of like, Boundaries can be different from person to person. And sometimes there is a negotiation, like you're going into a role with the understanding, like, yep, I may have to get into some political fun because right. the the product that I'm trying to put forward includes, you know, more efficient team production or, you know, something right. like that. So three different teams yeah. have to have to agree on something and, and it's for my project. So I get, to, I get to wrangle yeah. three different. There's opinions, a cultural right? uh, component to the project um there's a people component and so that some of that comes with that it's just natural it's going to be part of it um so do you have um like specific work-life balance things you keep in mind um to protect your time like you know you the best so Chad, you know you in that you can't take 12 week, 12 days away from your vacation or uh, from your project on vacation <laughs> without checking in every day. Otherwise you will be a nervous wreck the whole time and that's not gonna be a vacation. Right. Um, I have a hard time working more than 40 hours a week. I, I don't, I'm not effective after that magic 40. And some would even question the time <laughs> after 30. Um, <laughs> the magic 10. <laughs> I don't troubleshoot in the afternoon. Sorry. Because <laughs> that's when I break stuff. Um, no, but you have that. You, you kind of have the pulse on yourself to know, like, how when you can give, when you can't, when you can step up. Um, like, what about... Um, meetings that are inefficient and like too frequent and and it frustrates you so much um like you're not saying the meetings you're just you have to be there but you get so frustrated that it's killing you <laughs> um is that a boundary where you say is there any way that we could make these a half hour yes um I have definitely learned to be like, okay, we're going to work the amount of work that it takes to do this. We're not going to work to the time that we set on the calendar. And if you want to talk about something else for that time, great. But let's put a different meeting on the calendar. Or let's not have a standing two-hour meeting just because you really want people in the room for two hours to talk about the project and anything that 
might relate to the project ever. Like, no, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to, we're going to have specific tasks. We're going to, we're going to be smart about our time. And if you're going to invite me to a boring meeting that I don't contribute and I don't listen to, I'm going to stop attending. I'm going to find other higher priority things that somehow get me out of this meeting. <laughs> and slowly I will, what is, is it the Irish goodbye? I forget who like disappears from parties. That's without. Me. That's the, yeah, that's knowing. it's the Kyle goodbye. The yeah, Kyle goodbye. Let's see. So. There's 60 people here. I'm not going to go say goodbye to everybody. I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to vanish. Yep. Um, declining Which, a meeting, like, do you just decline? Like, do you just no, no explanation? Tentative. <laughs> that is so passive aggressive. Wow. Darn right. Yeah. We've actually, we've actually done the other. So, as far as that goes. You know, we we set up the expectation ahead of time, like our sprint planning meetings are going to be like two hours and it's going to be super long. We're going to get super pedantic about a lot of details. Yep. Lock that off. Um, our stand up meetings are going to be super short. They're going to be, you know, if we can like our goal is five minutes, right? If you right. can't get out, you know, in and out in five minutes, you know, whatever. Um, but like we try to set expectations around what those things are going to be. And we try to set boundaries for, you know, what, what goes into a stand-up meeting, right. And what doesn't, right. You know, um, and it's different. I'm not, I'm not saying a meeting can't be two hours. I'm just saying that it had better cover two hours of. Yeah, no, I totally get you. Yeah. For that meeting. Yeah. There's gotta be a directed, you know, like right. conversation about. You, you guys aren't talking about stand-up in your two hour meeting. You're talking about the future yeah, right. of tasks and things. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And I don't think they're, I don't think it almost ever hurts to just kind of call attention to like, well, it feels like we're off topic or it feels like we've been going around in circles. Let's, right. let's be it. done for now. <laughs> like, I've, let's, I've let's had come to back say, to I've had to say we've had this meeting five times. Yeah. Yeah, or and just like trying not, to come back yeah. to the the action items. Like, okay, right. if we needed to meet, we needed to talk through this. Tell me what our decisions are and what the right. next steps are. What yeah. our choices are, even. Let's get yeah. a, a number of choices that we can pick. And, and maybe let's circle back. Yeah. Let's circle back on this, and uh, we'll throw something on the calendar, and have this same meeting again next week. And we won't make any decisions. It's like at nope. a certain point, it's like, okay, we have to decide. We have to move forward. Um, yeah. And if we I, have an hour yeah. meeting, but we don't have an hour's worth of time, we don't need to spend an hour. <laughs> and I think right. it's like it's perfectly reasonable to set boundaries for a meeting. You know, pull totally. Kyle aside ahead of time and go, all right, no stories, no jokes. <laughs> We, we don't have a lot of time. We got a lot of stuff to go through. So right. you need to dial back the entertainment and let us just have this meeting. And I'm like, fine. Okay. All right. All right. Let's stick with the boundary of uh, our time today and uh, say goodbye, everybody. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> so long, folks. Goodbye. 
Solution Design Group is a digital product consultancy in Minneapolis. Check us out on the web at solutiondesign.com or look for us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Solution Design Group.